Hi, listeners. Welcome to the She Speaks Life podcast, a weekly encouragement where we share our God stories. I'm your host, Jamie Elizabeth, and I am so glad you are spending time with us today to listen. Hi, everyone. It is finally here, and I'm so excited about this podcast. Welcome to the first story here at She Speaks Life where everyday women share their God stories. I am Jamie Elizabeth, and I'm thankful you join me for this podcast today. This God-inspired podcast was placed in my heart to give women an opportunity to express all of what God has done in their lives. Whether you are listening on the go or during your downtime, I want you to be encouraged and empowered by hearing the stories of God's love and grace interwoven in each of the women's lives. When God shows up in our life and we share the good, the bad, and everywhere in between in our story, it becomes a powerful voice to influence others. Each week, we will listen to a God story testimony that will inspire us and bring us to a place of realizing we are not alone in what we go through in life, and that God creates a breakthrough and gives us hope. After each story, there are provided questions to reflect on, either with yourself or a group of friends. Also, feel free to contact me at the end of each show, as I would love to hear from you, my friends, your feedback, and your God story, and any questions you may have. This podcast was birthed to interact with you and build a community of women creating an impact to spread God's mighty name through our testimonies. So for my first time here, I thought it'd be fitting to share one of my God stories and how this podcast even became a seed in my heart. Living now in Austin, Texas, but originally from Southern California, my husband and I met in high school and got married and had three children at a young age. It started with a fairy tale beginning as my husband had a thriving career in owning a mortgage branch and was able to support the family beyond our needs. Until suddenly, in 2008, the economy crashed and we were in the thick of a major mortgage collapse, bringing us to close the doors on the business eventually. Income completely stopped as I found myself in a whirlwind of financial hardship. Although this life event created a tremendous dark time, it also made me realize who I was living for. In a time of no longer having the security of income, I was forced to take a real look in the mirror and find out who I am. Not just the mom with three kids who married her high school sweetheart, but who I was in God's eyes. Although I said my salvation prayer as a little girl, I never really cultivated a personal relationship with Jesus. I still lived life the way I wanted up until the point of the recession. I would put God in a box and not allow him in the areas of my life unless I opened it. And if I did, I would be one flap at a time, only needing to do it in an SOS kind of a way. I once heard a well-known pastor use an analogy of the rooms of your house with the rooms of your heart. He said, when you invite guests over, do you take them into every room of your house? Not really. You pretty much stay downstairs in the living room and kitchen. He said, 
Don't treat God like a guest in your home. Invite God in every room of your heart and give him control to redecorate. Okay, I added the redecorate because it's true. God is there to make our whole life better, not just one part, but everything. So for me, I realized when I was forced to change my lifestyle, how much my identity was wrapped up in material possessions. As the scales started to fall off my eyes, I saw how really empty and shallow and self-focused my life became. Little did I know that this 2008 economy crash would change the trajectory of my life forever. I found myself seeking something more significant as I struggled to find hope in my circumstances. I was done doing life my way. I needed help. I believe at that point of surrender, asking God for help creates capacity for God's strength to move in. A friend once told me our weakness is a portal for God's strength to empower us. The words, I need help, felt as if I finally gave God my attention, and one of the ways to draw me closer to Him was getting involved in a women's Bible study in my community. God knew I would learn and grow through His Word with other women so that I could see a better life than the one I was living. The more I drew closer to him, the more I realized how much stuff and distractions were keeping me from getting to know more of him. This choice I made to belong to a group of ladies at a local church changed my life forever, but it wasn't easy at first. I had to get over my extreme shyness by being transparent with a bunch of strangers. God helped me slowly break down the walls that needed to come down for me to grow. Our discussion time in the group every week gave us an opportunity to share how the Bible study spoke to us, and almost every time it followed with a testimony. My verse in that season was 2 Timothy 1.7, when God says that He does not give us a spirit of fear and timidity, but a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. God knew he needed to get me to push through these small fears of vulnerability to be able to trust him with the bigger ones. This was the first time I felt God plant a seed of passion for women and their testimonies in my heart. As I intentionally made it a priority to show up to the group and I heard what God was doing in other women's lives, it gave me this deep sense of comfort that I am not alone in life's trials. It also gave me a new perspective of how big and powerful our God is and that He is in full control. I was drawn to how these ladies could see God's revelation in their lives, and I so badly wanted that for my life too. And over those five years of being involved in that community of women, I got to experience God building character in and through me. I no longer had the emptiness and that self-focused identification. I went back to how God created us to be all along. His identity of a child of His, beautifully and wonderfully made, as His prized possession, crowned and chosen, loved and uniquely shaped to live on purpose in full abundance for Him. As I grew in my relationship with Jesus, I was able to give out what He was pouring into me. I started to receive an overflow of God's love, joy, and hope, and with that, I could minister to the other ladies what I was learning from God. 
I went from that timid girl walking in that room of ladies to participating in discussion time to leading the group to then being asked to tell my God story to hundreds of women. It was a testimony on my faith, a depending and trusting God to see us through the financial hardship we were still experiencing. And because of the firm foundation of believing the power of our influence through our testimonies, I shoved fear aside and spoke it boldly. Although I wasn't on the other side of my circumstances yet, I still saw God revealing himself in my story. By developing more of Jesus and less of me, I was now experiencing what seemed so attractive in the other women at the beginning of this journey. God's revelations throughout our story, because our story is God's story, and being a part of a community of women gave me an opportunity to see God perform miracles in the ladies' health and marriages. It was the biggest blessing to be a part of women's lives while I saw God do what He does best, churning what we see as impossible to possible. God wants us to share with others how awesome He is because He is the only answer to our troubles. God, with all His sovereignty, has the best plan for our lives, but so often it doesn't look like what we thought it would turn out. At this time, I was learning to hear the Holy Spirit and seeking wisdom to where He wanted our family to live. We were losing our home as we never fully recovered from going so long without stable income. In this humbling season, my husband had small jobs here and there, and family helped us to keep our utilities on and food on the table. But it was clear we needed direction. As we came closer to the move-out date, I leaned even closer to God with prayer. With Austin, Texas on our radar for a potential job, we decided to visit the city. In the tail end of that trip, I came down with horrible pneumonia that put me in a three-week bed rest. It was in that time, though, I rested in his presence. With his word, prayer, and reading books of various Christian authors, it was clear that we were to move to Austin, Texas. God pressed it on my heart and gave me peace as I walked faithfully in the unknown. Sure, I had doubts of hearing God right. But God would always confirm the move was right by paving the way in the preparations of the move. From SoCal to Austin, God opened my eyes even more to all that he can do in one's life. So we left California not knowing where exactly we were going to live in Austin. For most people, they house hunt before moving and have a guaranteed destination to pull their cars in when they arrive. But we decided to venture off for a three-week trip across the country by car and trusted that God would come through for us with a home. One of the adventures was a paid trip to Cape Cod for us to enjoy before we headed down to Austin. In that road trip time, my eyes were wide open to the things of God. I knew that I was in His obedience, but at the same time, it was a scary trust. I remember how frightened I was, but at the same time, God's peace would override and it kept me moving forward. In one of my prayers, as we were traveling, I heard God speak to my heart and say, you'll find out your house before you leave Cape Cod. I was still getting used to understanding God, so I told my husband, I don't know, but I think God told me we would know our home by the time we leave the Cape. 
Now, on our last day of vacation, we packed the car up, and as we drove off, just the sadness and doubt overcame me like a tidal wave. It looked as though I hadn't heard God right. But within minutes, the cell phone rang, and a realtor let us know that a house is available and we could have it if we want it. I never cried out so many tears of joy before in all my life. And then as I looked around, I saw that we were still in Cape Cod. God's faithfulness was confirmed within me that day, never to doubt that small voice, but to just trust. And looking back now, these were all building blocks to bring me to love God even more and make Him incredibly real in my life. So, of course, those first few weeks of being in Austin was a hunt to find our home church. It has been amazing to see how God prepared me in California to be used by Him here in Austin. God's preparation today is for our tomorrow, as I love to be a part of women's lives to learn together about who we are in Jesus. Our hunt for a church ended when we discovered a church plant that has impacted us in so many ways. It is part of where I am today, bringing God's stories for us to share on how great God is as it increases our faith and trust in what God's power can do in our lives. My best advice is to keep saying yes to God, even if it doesn't make sense. Often it won't be the way we thought, but with our obedience will come revelations and rewards. Our move to Austin has been remarkable, from God giving us money to move, to trusting Him with an affordable home, and bringing us friends and a church family. God has provided all that we have needed, and He continues to do so in His way. Every time God places something in my heart, it is to grow my character to align it with His love and be an influence to others. I want to conclude with a verse taken from Psalms 43. As it says, a new song for a new day rises up in me every time I think about how he breaks through for me. Ecstatic praise pours out of my mouth until everyone hears how God has set me free. Many will see his miracles. They'll stand in awe of God and fall in love with him. This, my friends, right here is why we share our God story. So our praise of breakthrough pours out of our mouth and that everyone will hear that God has set us free. We do this so that we can all stand in awe and fall even more in love with the God who created each one of us. Thank you for joining me in just one of the many God stories in this podcast as I look forward to sharing with you other women's incredible testimonies. If you would like to reflect on today's story, I have provided some questions for us to ponder on. Are there any places in your life that you felt timid or fearful? I pray you will push through and recite the 2 Timothy 1.7 as it will help you do that very thing that God is asking you to do. Have there been times where you saw God show up in your life or in your friend's life? Let me know. I would love to hear about it. And is there a yes you need to give God but haven't yet? If so, pray and ask God to reveal what's holding you back. And the last question, who do you know needs your God story in their life? 
Thank you so much for listening today. I trust that God has encouraged you through this message. For more information on this ministry and to access free downloads, please visit my website at jamieelizabeth.com and sign up. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at Jamie Elizabeth She Speaks Life. That's J-A-Y-M-E Elizabeth She Speaks Life. Until next time, my friends, I pray God reveals himself through your own life story.